Section twenty seven of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book four, chapter three. A meeting with the schoolboys. Thank goodness he did not ask me about Grushenka thought alyosha as he left his father's house and turned towards madame holikoff's or i might have to tell him of my meeting with grushenka yesterday alyosha felt painfully that since yesterday both combatants had renewed their energies and that their hearts had grown hard again father is spiteful and angry he's made some plan and will stick to it and what of dmitri he too will be harder than yesterday he too must be spiteful and angry and he too no doubt has made some plan oh i must succeed in finding him to-day whatever happens but alyosha had not long to meditate an incident occurred on the road which though apparently of little consequence made a great impression on him just after he had crossed the square and turned the corner coming out into mihilovsky street which is divided by a small ditch from the high street our whole town is intersected by ditches he saw a group of schoolboys between the ages of nine and twelve at the bridge they were going home from school some with their bags on their shoulders others with leather satchels slung across them some in short jackets others in little overcoats some even had those high boots with creases round the ankles such as little boys spoilt by rich fathers love to wear the whole group was talking eagerly about something apparently holding a council alyosha had never from his moscow days been able to pass children without taking notice of them and although he was particularly fond of children of three or thereabout he liked schoolboys of ten and eleven too and so anxious as he was to-day he wanted at once to turn aside to talk to them he looked into their excited rosy faces and noticed at once that all the boys had stones in their hands behind the ditch some thirty paces away there was another schoolboy standing by a fence he too had a satchel at his side he was about ten years old pale delicate-looking and with sparkling black eyes he kept an attentive and anxious watch on the other six obviously his schoolfellows with whom he had just come out of school but with whom he had evidently had a feud alyosha went up and addressing a fair curly-headed rosy boy in a black jacket observed when i used to wear a satchel like yours i always used to carry it on my left side so as to have my right hand free but you've got yours on your right side so it will be awkward for you to get at it alyosha had no art or premeditation in beginning with this practical remark but it is the only way for a grown-up person to get at once into confidential relations with a child or still more with a group of children one must begin in a serious business-like way so as to be on a perfectly equal footing alyosha understood it by instinct but he is left-handed another a fine healthy-looking boy of eleven answered promptly all the others stared at alyosha he even throws stones with his left hand observed a third 
at that instant a stone flew into the group but only just grazed the left-handed boy though it was well and vigorously thrown by the boy standing the other side of the ditch give it him hit him back smurov they all shouted but smurov the left-handed boy needed no telling and at once revenged himself he threw a stone but it missed the boy and hit the ground the boy the other side of the ditch the pocket of whose coat was visibly bulging with stones flung another stone at the group this time it flew straight at alyosha and hit him painfully on the shoulder he aimed it at you he meant it for you you are karamazov karamazov the boys shouted laughing come all throw at him at once and six stones flew at the boy one struck the boy on the head and he fell down but at once leapt up and began ferociously returning their fire both sides threw stones incessantly many of the group had their pockets full too what are you about aren't you ashamed six against one why you'll kill him cried alyosha he ran forward and met the flying stones to screen the solitary boy three or four ceased throwing for a minute he began first cried a boy in a red shirt in an angry childish voice he is a beast he stabbed krasotkin in class the other day with a penknife it bled krasotkin wouldn't tell tales but he must be thrashed but what for i suppose you tease him there he sent a stone in your back again he knows you cried the children it's you he's throwing at now not us come all of you at him again don't miss smurov and again a fire of stones and a very vicious one began the boy the other side of the ditch was hit in the chest he screamed began to cry and ran away uphill towards mihailovsky street they all shouted aha he's funking he is running away wisp of toe you don't know what a beast he is karamazov killing is too good for him said the boy in the jacket with flashing eyes he seemed to be the eldest what's wrong with him asked alyosha is he a tell-tale or what the boys looked at one another as though derisively are you going that way to mihailovsky the same boy went on catch him up you see he's stopped again he's waiting and looking at you he is looking at you the other boys chimed in you ask him does he like a disheveled wisp of tow do you hear ask him that there was a general burst of laughter alyosha looked at them and they at him don't go near him he'll hurt you cried smurov in a warning voice i shan't ask him about the wisp of tow for i expect you tease him with that question somehow but i'll find out from him why you hate him so find out then find out cried the boys laughing alyosha crossed the bridge and walked uphill by the fence straight towards the boy you'd better look out the boys called after him he won't be afraid of you he will stab you in a minute on the sly as he did krasotkin the boy waited for him without budging coming up to him alyosha saw facing him a child of about nine years old he was an undersized weakly boy with a thin pale face with large dark eyes that gazed at him vindictively 
he was dressed in a rather shabby old overcoat which he had monstrously outgrown his bare arms stuck out beyond his sleeves there was a large patch on the right knee of his trousers and in his right boot just at the toe there was a big hole in the leather carefully blackened with ink both the pockets of his greatcoat were weighed down with stones alyosha stopped two steps in front of him looking inquiringly at him the boy seeing at once from alyosha's eyes that he wouldn't beat him became less defiant and addressed him first i am alone and there are six of them i'll beat them all alone he said suddenly with flashing eyes i think one of the stones must have hurt you badly observed alyosha but i hit smurov on the head cried the boy they told me that you know me and that you threw a stone at me on purpose said alyosha the boy looked darkly at him i don't know you do you know me alyosha continued let me alone the boy cried irritably but he did not move as though he were expecting something and again there was a vindictive light in his eyes very well i am going said alyosha only i don't know you and i don't tease you they told me how they tease you but i don't want to tease you good-bye monk in silk trousers cried the boy following alyosha with the same vindictive and defiant expression and he threw himself into an attitude of defence feeling sure that now alyosha would fall upon him but alyosha turned looked at him and walked away he had not gone three steps before the biggest stone the boy had in his pocket hit him a painful blow in the back so you'll hit a man from behind they tell the truth then when they say that you attack on the sly said alyosha turning round again this time the boy threw a stone savagely right into alyosha's face but alyosha just had time to guard himself and the stone struck him on the elbow aren't you ashamed what have i done to you he cried the boy waited in silent defiance certain that now alyosha would attack him seeing that even now he would not his rage was like a little wild beast's he flew at alyosha himself and before alyosha had time to move the spiteful child had seized his left hand with both of his and bit his middle finger he fixed his teeth in it and it was ten seconds before he let go alyosha cried out with pain and pulled his finger away with all his might the child let go at last and retreated to his former distance alyosha's finger had been badly bitten to the bone close to the nail it began to bleed alyosha took out his handkerchief and bound it tightly round his injured hand he was a full minute bandaging it the boy stood waiting all the time at last alyosha raised his gentle eyes and looked at him very well he said you see how badly you've bitten me that's enough isn't it now tell me what have i done to you the boy stared in amazement though i don't know you and it's the first time i've seen you alyosha went on with the same serenity yet i must have done something to you you wouldn't have hurt me like this for nothing so what have i done how have i wronged you tell me 
instead of answering the boy broke into a loud tearful wail and ran away alyosha walked slowly after him towards mihailovsky street and for a long time he saw the child running in the distance as fast as ever not turning his head and no doubt still keeping up his tearful wail he made up his mind to find him out as soon as he had time and to solve this mystery just now he had not the time end of section twenty seven